0: After giving birth one or indeed several times, many mothers resort to exercise to try and regain something of their previous shape. That's a lot of work though, particularly as they also now have children to look after. So increasingly women are going the surgical route. Once it's decided there will be no more kids, it's time for a so-called mummy tuck. Dr. Shuan Murphy is a consultant plastic surgeon at the Blackrock Clinic. Sean, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, the fact that I assume that there's an increased number of women doing this, it also mirrors an increase, a, a, a changing attitude uh, towards uh, these kind of surgical procedures anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there's uh, there's a shift in, in, in the thought process behind approaches to this surgery. I think a lot of women are now feeling more empowered about themselves. They're staying in the workplace longer. They're feeling they have to keep up appearances and look and feel better and stay active. I think they're taking ownership of their fitness um, and that includes their, their psychological fitness and well-being and if surgery can help in a safe environment there's, there's no harm to doing that. I think we, we have kind of for years underestimated what childbirth and having babies can do to, to female bodies. Mm. Um, and a lot of it's to do with, you know, you go to your Pilates yoga class and it's all about your core strength and maintaining your core strength and your spinal integrity because of that. And a part of what I do in, in a tummy tuck is restoring that core strength, which gives them spinal stability going forward.
0: Uh, because would it be the case? Now I suppose it depends on the me- on the method of delivery, but the, but exercise can only fix so much.
1: Correct. Yeah. So w- when when people get pregnant, and some people have, don't have a huge split in those core muscles, the two strap muscles, your rectus muscles or your six pack down the front, they split in pregnancy to varying degrees. And some people may have one baby and have a huge gap in their muscles, in which case their core won't work in unison. They, they have that weakness in their back because the core isn't strong. Some people can have five babies and have a tiny little gap that never needs
0: a fix. So in, uh, is, that a, is it essentially, though, a tummy tuck, the same as it would be for somebody in a different situation?
1: In a different situation, as in, in it, not it, having it, had babies? Yes, or loss. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would I would see a fair few people who've had you know, gastric bands and have had massive weight loss and have a lot of redundant skin who then need a tummy tuck. They may or may not need a gap in their muscles fixed depending on whether they've had a baby. But it's the internal um, pressure of having a baby grow in your abdomen that presses those muscles apart. But then I repair. But then you keep strong in the
0: gym. So r- run us through what it is that you do in, in sure. one of these procedures. So... People know where a cesarean section scar, for example,
1: sits on the low, low on the tummy. So a tummy tuck incision goes basically like a cesarean section scar, but extending out to the hip. Then I come up underneath the skin and fat, lift that up. The belly button stays attached to you, believe it or not. It doesn't get kind of people often think it gets removed and replaced. <laughs> it gets detached from the skin. I go right up to the rib cage. Then I can see all the core muscles repair them back with stitches in the midline. They're repaired back to connect to each other and then I sit the patient up while they're asleep and the skin is pulled tight down and the belly button is brought back up through the front.
0: Right, okay. And so actual muscles are repaired? Yeah, actual
1: muscles are repaired. Now, I suppose the concept of repairing a muscle, the, the muscle isn't torn It's the two muscles that sit down in the front of your tummy when they're apart from each other. They don't act in unison and they have to act in unison for you to have a strong core, which are much more than just those two muscles. But they are the triggers to act for your whole tummy core to be strong. Mm. So I bring them back together again. When they split, it's like almost kind of trying to gently tear cling film and that you can't get that elasticity back in the middle bit that you've sheared, if that makes
0: sense, without ripping. Yeah, and so, and and if the woman has had a cesarean or indeed cesareans, yeah. is that a factor um, to be taken into consideration for the procedure?
1: As in, should they or shouldn't they have it? Yes. And if, if, if from from my perspective, it means just I need to be, you know, work around the scar tissue that is variable between patients who've had cesarean sections. Um, but that just means the anatomy can be a little bit distorted, and I need to just be a little bit more ginger in dissecting down through that tissue. But no, it's no. the surgery per se is no different.
0: Right, OK. And now, uh, and so, but essentially, is it tightening the loose skin rather than removing fat?
1: Yeah, it, it, tummy tucks really aren't about removing fat. And um, the fat that comes up with the redundant skin is a kind of added bonus. And removing the, uh, the extra skin is an added bonus if the main objective of a tummy tuck is to repair the core. Um, I've done tummy tucks on women who really have no excess skin and you're you're really pulling good and hard just to try and get the core strength back underneath it all. So the aesthetics are an added perk.
0: Right, OK. Uh, somebody has a question for you. Um, uh, if you have a baby after a tummy tuck, is all yeah. that surgery pointless or will you bounce back quicker?
1: Not really. If you, it, it depends on kind of how your body responded to your first pregnancy. Again, like I was saying, some people can have one baby and look pregnant forever afterwards. Um, without having surgery, and some people can have six babies on their tummies and pretty good nick. So if you if you're careful about it, um, and and I look ideally, people don't get pregnant after a tummy tuck. It is a lot of money to spend to go and get pregnant afterwards. but it's a physiologically possible to just expand that tissue again. It mightn't be as perfect, but you, you'll be dealing with less skin and, and a more robust tummy muscle.
0: Okay. Now the the, the surgery time. Uh, or the recovery time, I should say, uh, um, uh, for, for this procedure. And as I understand, this is this is like a day you can go home the same day?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I, I kind of make that as, as a kind of joint discussion with the patient. You know, if someone's coming from Donegal and they're going home to three toddlers, I would suggest they stay in for a night or two. And if they're going home to Black Rock, <laughs> I'll allow them to go home on the same day. Um, but you need a very careful recovery time to make this worth your while. And that's really what I say is three weeks. Three weeks of, of acting like a princess, <laughs> having no housework to do. And, um, you know, you can prepare dinners and lunch lunchboxes, etc. But you really need to be doing absolutely no housework. And if you're not in a dressing gown, pretending like you are.
0: Yeah. N- uh, sc- scarring? Yeah,
1: scar is like a cesarean section scar, but but out to the hip on either side. And it's never as perfect a scar as a cesarean section because tension fights against scars. So it's always a slightly more gnarly looking scar than, than the one you get from a cesarean section where the, the skin is kind of just falling together, which mm. the body likes because the skin heals nicely.
0: So if you've had a cesarean then and then you have a tummy tuck, will you have two scars?
1: No, I come underneath the cesarean section scar. So your cesarean section scar, not to be crude, goes in the bin. Actually, it goes to UCD for genetic research is where
0: all the skin I take from somebody else. Right, so you actually oh right, so you actually take out the scar, but there is another scar, yes, obviously. Yeah. That, that You're would. replacing it, yeah. yeah uh, over time, does that scar fade? Yeah, for
1: sure. But it does take a good 18 months for scars to fade to where they're going to be long-term. Right. Um, but they do fade back to normal skin colour for the most part.
0: Now, as you said, it's, 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 are we looking at around ten grand for this kind of a procedure? Yeah,
1: you are, Absolutely. Um, and there are cheaper places to do it. A lot of people are flying abroad to do this. Um, I wouldn't. I'd rather either have the money or not have the money and don't do it. Yeah. And
0: um,
1: you know, I suppose part of that 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 money is all of the aftercare that goes into it, um, which is variable from patient to patient. But you certainly want to know that someone at the end of the phone. Complications can happen. Wounds can be delayed in their healing. You might need a little bit of extra TLC, extra dressing. Some people kind of grumble on with wound healing. And. Um, that you want to have availability of aftercare, very much so at the end of your phone.
0: Shewan, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Doctor Shewan Murphy, there, a consultant plastic surgeon at the Blackrock Clinic. Moncrief, brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at two pm on News Talk.